0: I'm Kent Garrett, welcome to another edition of The Last Negroes at Harvard. It is Friday, January 12th, 2024. This morning, we all woke up to another Joe Biden illegal war. Here are two pieces explaining what happened. First, from journalist Kyle Kalinske, and second, from Australian journalist Caitlin Johnstone, as read by Tim Foley.
1: All right, guys, I got some uh, big breaking news that just came out. Uh, We're getting reports that the U.S. and the U.K. have decided that uh, they are going to airstrike Yemen. Now, when I say that, I don't just mean um, sort of tit-for-tat on the seas. I mean, they are targeting cities and specific targets in Houthi-held areas of Yemen. Um, It's a little difficult in the fog of war to get all, you know, good information right up front here. But um, here are the names of some of the cities that allegedly uh, they're bombing at this moment. Sanaa, uh, Hodeida, Sada, Damar, Taiz, and Zabid. So if these reports are true, then that is a number of cities, a number of targets in Houthi-held regions in Yemen. Now, I of course should point out that uh, the US and the UK are doing this. They say that like the Netherlands and some other countries are with them with this coalition, but this is always what they do. They'll like drag in some other countries and pretend like they're part of this big coalition, but really it's just to get that, the name down on paper to make it appear more official than it actually, actually is. Um, I mean, the big uh, the big point to make here is this is illegal. You know, in order for the US to start bombing another country, you need a declaration of war through Congress. That's what the Constitution says. And Biden didn't do that. You know, if you had the time to go talk to the UK and go talk to the Netherlands and whoever else was nominally involved here, uh, you didn't go and talk to Congress at all. In fact, I've already seen a number of tweets and credit to these, uh, these politicians who are coming out and saying this, but Val Hoyle is one Congressperson who says these airstrikes have not been authorized by Congress. The Constitution is clear. Congress has the sole authority to authorize military involvement in overseas conflicts. Every president must first come to Congress and ask for military authorization, regardless of party. We have uh came out and said a very, very similar thing. And I don't know, I haven't seen any Republicans yet say it, but of course, I know Thomas Massey will come out and say it. There may even be others who come out and say it. I saw Lindsey Graham celebrating what uh, Biden is doing here. But let's understand something, guys. Why is this happening? Why is it the case now that our tax money is going to bomb Yemen? Because Israel decided to do a genocide in Gaza. They've killed 28,000 civilians, including 12,000 children. And um, we decided, or excuse me, Yemen decided, we want them to stop that. So we're going to go ahead and block the Red Sea to prevent trade with Israel. Now, by the way, they've been clear every step of the way, if Israel stops doing the genocide in Yemen, we will stop controlling the Red Sea and blocking trade with Israel. And so the US looked at that, and Biden was so outraged and aggrieved by the blocking of trade with Israel as they committed genocide that he decided, I need to go do an illegal unconstitutional war and go take US tax money and use US bombs to go after the Houthis. Look, I'm going to say this is uh, straightforward and as simply as possible. And this will be controversial, but it's true, which is why I'm going to say it. The Houthis are correct. The Houthis are right. In fact, you can argue they are the ones who are trying to uphold international law here. When they say, oh, you're going to do a genocide and nobody's going to do anything to try to stop it? Well, let's do the bare minimum that we can and try to block trade with you. So what happened as a result of that? Okay, the insurance rates for the ships in Israel went up. Sometimes they have to take a different, much longer route to get to Israel. Oh man! The horror! How terrible! But the US would rather protect trade to Israel than protect Palestinian babies who are being bombed on the regular. If you wanted the Houthis to stop, you know, you could have done. Told Israel, hey, you've already been doing this for months. You can go ahead and wrap it up now. 28,000 dead civilians is enough. Bombing, you know, another hospital another school, another UN building, another marketplace. Wrap it up. I think we got the point. I think the 12,000 dead babies is enough. If you wanted them to stop, Biden could have told them, no more money, no more weapons, we're going to stop this. This is, having wide-ranging, this is having wide-ranging consequences. Instead, what does he do? Pats Israel on the back, gives them a green light, tells them they're special and they're precious, and then decides to drag the US into another Mideast war on their behalf. I mean, you know, I'm at a loss for words here because I I, ex- I always expect the US to make stupid decisions, to do terrible things, but this is like a level above and beyond. This was 100 million trillion percent avoidable. We don't need to be going to war with Yemen. We don't need to be bombing 10 cities in Yemen. We don't need a hot war with the Houthis. And by the way, another really important point, this makes Americans less safe. Because now you are begging for retribution and retaliation because the US is doing Israel's dirty work for them. This makes us less safe. It absolutely makes us less safe. We are not a target of Houthis or Hezbollah or Hamas. But you know what? When you keep sending money and you keep sending weapons and you keep green lighting a genocide, maybe eventually they go, hey, they are the problem. You know, they're the dealer that's giving Israel, the addict, their fix. And now you go and you bomb Yemen. I, I'll, I said it before, I'll say it again. The Houthis are correct. Their action of blocking the ships was correct. Absolutely, it should have been the UN that was doing that, right? It should have been the US if we actually cared about human rights, us doing that. No, Yemen, a super poor country, had to do the right thing and step up. And now we're bombing them as a result of it. Now, I should point out there there are some reports that are unconfirmed as of this moment that um, they went after US ships. So uh, Crystal was telling me that just the other day, we targeted a bunch of their drones, we like shot down a bunch of Yemen's drones, the drones that they're using to police the Red Sea effectively. Um, and there are some reports now that they went after US ships. We don't know the timeline of the events. So in other words, we don't know if the Houthis knew the US were going to attack them or the US was already in the midst of attacking them and then the Houthis started attacking the ships or we don't know if they attacked the ships in retaliation to us attacking their drones the other day. We don't even know for sure if they did attack the ships. There's just some unconfirmed reports that that happened. But now, now that's almost certainly going to happen. And this is what we've been talking about, guys, how everything escalates out of control and the tit-for-tat, it turns into a massive snowball effect, right? And so now, you know, the Houthis fire back on some U.S. ship. Nobody died. No U.S. people have died, right? But imagine even one U.S. soldier dies then, you know, Joe Biden and neocons and Republicans, all these people could look at that and say, well, the Houthis were just a proxy for Iran, so this means Iran killed a US soldier. Now we got to go to war with Iran. So this is where we're at. Look, of all the horrible things that Joe Biden has done, literally put at the top of the list, the tippy top of the list, green lighting Israel doing a genocide and arming them and funding them as they do it, and now, illegally and offensively bombing Yemen, bombing the Houthis in Yemen. This is a country that didn't attack us and was only trying to effectively do a blockade of Israel in a sad attempt to put economic pressure on them to get them to stop carpet bombing babies in Gaza. I I don't know what else to say about it, man, but this this is bad. And so we told you from the very beginning in those long Israel segments, we told you, look out because this is how giant regional wars start. This is how it happens, you know? It's a little bit of, we're backing Israel, Israel's uh, massacring civilians in Gaza, then it's Israel doing tit-for-tat with Hezbollah in one area, and then it's us, the US, bombing Shia militias in Iraq, bombing Shia militias in Syria, Israel taking out a Hezbollah commander here, an Iranian commander here, a Hamas leader in Beirut in Lebanon, wildly illegal. You can't just bomb Lebanon, they did. And then now we are in a hot war bombing Yemen, completely illegal, completely unconstitutionally. Uh, And for what? We know the answer. (laughs) The thing that we're doing it for is to continue to allow Israel to carpet bomb children. Never been more disgusted than I am right now. And by the way, if you turn on mainstream media, whoo, good luck getting the context. There is not a single channel in mainstream media that will tell you the very basic thing. Hey, why is Yemen doing this? Why are they uh, policing and patrolling the Red Sea? Why are they trying to block uh, ships here? I don't understand. Again, they're doing it to try to stop Israel from doing a genocide, putting economic pressure on them to try to stop them from doing a genocide. That's why. Now, when you hear that context, it's a lot harder to critique it, isn't it? And by the way, Hassan Piker was saying on Twitter that uh, he turned on CNN and they were describing the US illegally bombing Yemen as a de-escalatory action. (laughs) Oh, man. Holy shit, man. This is bad. (laughs) This is bad. Lord only knows what happens from here. Lord only knows how long we'll continue to bomb Yemen. Lord only knows now what they'll do in response, or if Hezbollah comes in more, Iran comes in more, if now, you know, Lindsey Graham starts screaming about, let's go invade Iran, but but Biden's probably close. If he was going to green light a war with Yemen illegally, then why not go all the way and do Iran? Imagine blowing your chances at re-election so that you continue to allow Netanyahu to do a genocide. Imagine being that fucking stupid. Imagine being that fucking stupid. That's what we got in Joe Biden. So by the way, final point, all you Republicans, oh my God, let's do 74 hearings on Hunter Biden's cock and balls. You want to talk about impeaching Joe Biden? You want to talk about accountability? Here you have a clear-cut example of an illegal bombing campaign. The Constitution is super clear. The President can't just willy-nilly go around and start bombing wherever the hell they want for whatever reason they want. No. You need a declaration of war from Congress in order to do a war. This is an act of war. It is 100% illegal. This isn't you know, a vital for necessary uh, defense of the nation at the last minute. No, not at all. Nobody makes the argument that, oh my God, the Houthis are taking down Cleveland if we don't act. Doesn't happen. So here we know this is offensive, this is aggressive, this is illegal, this is unconstitutional. If you want to go after Joe Biden for anything, here's your chance. But they're not going to do it. You want to know why? Because they agree with Biden. They agree with Biden 100 (laughs) percent. Absolutely pathetic, terrible breaking news. Um, This thing keeps getting worse and worse. And I don't have much hope that it's going to change.
0: Western Empire bombs Yemen to protect Israel's genocide operations in Gaza. The U.S. and U.K. have reportedly struck over a dozen sites in Yemen using Tomahawk missiles and fighter jets, backed by logistical support from Australia, Canada, Bahrain, and the Netherlands. A statement from President Biden asserts that the strikes against targets in Yemen used by Houthi rebels are a direct response to unprecedented Houthi attacks against international maritime vessels in the Red Sea. What Biden does not mention in his statement about his administration's response to Houthi attacks on ships in the Red Sea is the fact that those Red Sea attacks are themselves a response to Israeli crimes against humanity in Gaza. Also unmentioned is the fact that the strikes took place after the first day of proceedings in the International Court of Justice, in which Israel stands accused by South Africa of committing a genocide in Gaza. So the U.S. and U.K. just bombed the poorest country in the Middle East for trying to stop a genocide. Not only that, they bombed the very same country in which they just spent years backing Saudi Arabia's genocidal atrocities, which killed hundreds of thousands of people between 2015 and 2022 in an unsuccessful bid to stop the Houthis from taking power. The Houthis, formerly known as Ansar Allah, threatened ahead of the attack to fiercely retaliate against any strikes from the U.S. and its allies. Abdul-Malik al-Houthi, who leads the Houthi movement, said that the response to any American attack will be greater than a recent Houthi offensive which used dozens of drones and several missiles. We, the Yemeni people, are not among those who are afraid of America, al-Houthi said in a televised speech. We are comfortable with the direct confrontation with the Americans. An unnamed U.S. official who informed Huffington Post's Akbar Shahid Ahmed about the immediate strikes on Yemen shortly before they occurred complained that the airstrikes will not solve the problem and that the approach doesn't add up to a cohesive strategy. Ahmed has previously reported that behind the scenes, officials in his administration have been getting increasingly nervous about the risk of Biden igniting a wider war in the Middle East. This latest escalation, along with the Houthi pledge to retaliate, adds a lot of weight to this concern. And all for what? To protect Israel's ability to conduct a months-long massacre of Palestinians in Gaza. This is what the U.S. Empire is. This is what it has always been about. These people are showing us exactly who they are. We should probably believe them. Where do we go from here? Who the fuck knows? That's it for this edition of The Last Negroes at Harvard Daily. I'm Kent Garrett.